0: Welcome to Savor Food and Body, a podcast for women in midlife who are ready to lose the mental and emotional weight of dieting. I'm your host, Amanda Bullitt, an undieting dietitian and certified intuitive eating counselor. Join me as I talk with other experts in the fields of intuitive eating, women's health, body image, and so much more. You'll also hear stories of women just like you who have learned to undiet their lives and fully embrace wellness without obsession. Let's get started. Hey, welcome to this week's live. We're going to talk a little bit about a an unpopular opinion that I have that I haven't shared before. And it came out of a huge online event that I was attending earlier this week. And it's this idea of uh, selfishness. And we are at a time right now in our world and our culture that selfishness in the true sense of, of the word, and I think what what the original Merriam-Webster definition stands for is, is really frowned upon. And that's cool because part of the, the second half of that definition talks about selfishness in the presence of taking away from other people. And I I don't that doesn't resonate with me. And as I was listening to this massive online event earlier this week, the host kind of presented that same idea and it had some really cool takeaways that I would love to share with you today. So we're going to talk a little bit about how selfishness can really lead to selflessness, but you got to do the selfish part first. I was one of the over two million, it's crazy, two million attendees um, and listeners to this massive online event uh, earlier this week that was hosted by Matthew McConaughey. You may have heard of him, and he's really a pretty decent human being. He's got way more to him than than being um, just the award-winning actor that so many of us know him of, um, and then also now an author, too, with his book, Green Lights. And so I'm always a little skeptical, I'll be honest, when I attend some of these events going, okay, here's another celebrity person pumping us up, trying to give us a lot of self-improvement talk. And some of it can be really legitimate and totally helpful. Some of it, depending on who the presenter is, I feel like it kind of falls on a little Pollyanna-ish and not as down to real life. And this didn't didn't land that way at all, which was really cool. Um, and it was a pleasure to spend the bulk of the day listening to Matthew and some of his ideas and some of his fellow presenters. And so, this idea around selfishness really hit home for me, and and the work that I do with my clients alongside my clients, and really. I'm helping them be more selfish. (laughs) So if if you've fallen into my world, whether that's on social media or through my weekly emails or even through the Savor Food and Body podcast, maybe this hasn't really clicked for you yet because honestly, I just put two and two together recently myself too. And you might sound like when I'm asking you to reflect more on uh, what does your body need? What does hunger feel like? What does satisfaction feel like? What does fullness feel like? It might sound like I'm asking you to be pretty self-centered and I am. So now is no better time than any time to explicitly say being selfish is a key component to savoring food in your body and to really um, improving your well-being especially in midlife because you've probably spent years decades giving so much of yourself to other people other causes your career your profession your business if you're a business owner and at some point you have to turn around and start giving just as much if not more back to yourself so here's a really cool kind of case in point to this. So prior to this event starting and launching the live experience, of course, there's a private Facebook group that was tied with it, as there often is. And one of the probably the administrators put in this this quote, encouraging interaction and getting people involved, and it was a statement of, you know, what are the badass women in this group that are going to be attending? What do you guys want to hear? How how can we better support you? And I I read through many many of the comments of which they were still rolling in, and well over a hundred comments. And I don't know how what the percentage of the attendees were women versus men, um, but for this particular. Post and the comments under this post, of course, they were all women, and the majority of the theme coming out of these comments were: I want to f- be more seen. I want to uh, feel feel more appreciated. I, I want to I want to see women lifting each other up um, and not tearing ourselves down, which dieting does, by the way. Um, I want to to feel like I'm contributing more to to the society but also being recognized for what I'm contributing and then not in a you know hey look at me way but just to just be seen for all the contributions that they've given, have more confidence. Many of the women of the comments that I was reading, maybe they'd recently lost a marriage, they'd had a lot of sickness, You know, having gone through these last couple of years of the pandemic, of course, we've got a lot of, have had a lot of sickness and a lot of death and around in our lives, and just a lot of challenges in general. And so it was interesting to see this group of women, it was a very large group of women talking about what they were missing in their lives, this idea of connection, this idea of lifting each other up, advocating for other women in the group to ask for what you need, believe in yourself. Um, It was very positive vibe to it. But what I was also seeing then too, when I went back and read it in the context of what McConaughey mentioned at the end of the talk around selfishness, I thought, you know, all of these things that these badass women in this group are wanting and wanting to have conversations around, they all involve being selfish first. So how can you I mean, how can you really take care of yourself with with food? with exercise, with your health, um, particularly in men life, if you're not at least a little bit selfish. There was uh, I have to laugh because it, towards the end of the presentation or at the end of the the day-long workshop, um, McConaughey said, somebody once came up to him and said, Man, you should you sure think a lot of yourself. And he said, I was a little confused. And I just said, Well, if I don't think a lot of myself, then who will? And I thought that that was so spot on because it goes back to that same old adage, like put, you have to put your oxygen mask on first. And that's so true. And what is not often culturally taught to women. And when we, what I find with all of you that I interact with, my clients, my group members, is that we're circling around this idea that we get into a disruptive relationship with food and our body because for so long we haven't put on our own oxygen mask. We have been chasing somebody else's ideal or showing up in a way that someone else told us to or that that was the correct way to show up. And we've lost ourselves in the process. So I look at this idea of selfishness also as as a form of body respect. So body respect is a one of the foundational principles of intuitive eating. And what I often am talking with clients around, in fact, whole sessions can center around this. Is like how can they better set boundaries or set any boundaries? Period, around. Having respect for their body by feeding it regularly, moving it in a way that feels enjoyable to them, having downtime and rest and time for reflection or mindfulness, and setting boundaries around that to that time is sacred. That time is just for them. Not to let other things on the to-do list or their calendar get overrun. and, And I should say overrun these really important time periods that they need to take care of themselves. So for example, one of my clients and I were just talking last week and the activity of sewing, it really helps her be grounded into who she is, her creativity. It's very calming and soothing to her, helps her kind of sort out the rest of the chaos going on around her. And when she doesn't get time to dedicate to spending in her sewing room, even if it's a few hours a week, what we see is her, her compulsion towards eating sugar, eating, you know, candy, and more so than the food itself. It's just this eating on this checked out autopilot, eating for emotional coping and not for self nourishment. And again, I'm not, I'm not here to demonize sugar. I'm not here to demonize candy. I don't really care what the food is. The point is that when there aren't boundaries around her being able to sketch out that time to get into the sewing room, to have that selfish time to take care of herself, then this tumultuous relationship with food continues. And she knows that now, and we're not here to judge that behavior at all. We just keep working on it and chipping away at it and getting more compassionately curious about, oh, hey, what else went on in the rest of your life the last couple of weeks or the last month or how long's it been since the last time you were in your sewing room? And what do we need to do to create that selfishness attitude around getting you in your sewing room more frequently? The other important piece around this too, not just uh, self-nourishing behaviors, but also setting some selfish boundaries around how you're going to interact with comments about bodies or food, either yours explicitly or implicitly coming at you from culture how how setting boundaries around what's acceptable, what's not acceptable in terms of how bodies are talked about, how food is talked about. And even if that might seem like, well, it's not something I'm actually doing for myself. It could be if those comments are coming at you explicitly, but you're also doing something for the greater good of the culture by setting these personal boundaries just within the, the circles you're involved in saying, hey, I'm not not here for conversations about what other people's bodies look like or how people are eating or what they're not eating. Like I'm, I'm, there's other stuff we can be talking about. Can we move on, please? By doing that, by setting that selfish boundary that you're not willing to engage in those conversations, you're actually being selfless to the rest of the culture around you, to whoever else might be listening, including younger sensitive ears. So that's just an example of how being selfish, setting boundaries around what you need to take care of yourself and need for self-nourishment, big picture self-nourishment, that will help you resource yourself even more and be able to have more clarity around how do you want to help others in the world. But you've got to be selfish first. So I hope that's helpful. Um, If you are interested to learn more about that event that I attended, um, it was just a one-time live event, but it is all based on Matthew McConaughey's book, Green Lights. Um, I personally haven't read it, but after attending this event and kind of learning more about him and kind of his philosophy, he's one of the coolest philosophers I think I've ever met, um, and teachers of how this idea of like, how do we take care of ourselves to to better The world around us, I probably will be going to read the book. But in the meantime, if this is something that you're interested in learning how to be a little bit more selfish in regards to food in your body, you can download the my free thrive guide. And there's a link below wherever you're watching or listening to this. And that will be the next five or six steps to helping you start to understand hey, how do I put some boundaries around? how I interact with the rest of the world, um, what you need for continuous self-nourishment, and how you can start kind of pushing back on what you're not willing to engage with when it comes to diet culture, comments about food and body, and how that can have a trickle effect to other people around you. So I hope you have a great rest of your week, savoring food in your body, and I will talk to you again soon. Take care. Thanks for listening today. I hope this conversation inspires you to undiet your life and start savoring food and your body. You can find show notes and resources from this episode by going to alpinenutrition.org forward slash blog, B L O G. If you'd like to learn more about my one on one counseling or group coaching programs, go to my website, alpinenutrition.org, and click work with me at the top of the page. And finally, if you found this episode helpful, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Until next time, keep savoring food and your body.